text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Warning. The SCP Foundation Audio Archive is classified. Access by unauthorized personnel is strictly prohibited. Perpetrators will be tracked, located, and detained. Man Absorbing Phone Item Number SCP-145 Object Class Euclid Special Containment Procedures SCP-145 is to remain inside its room at all times in a 0.5-meter cubed plexiglass container unless being studied. Room is to be thoroughly soundproofed and securely locked when studies of SCP-145 are not in progress. Under no circumstances shall any personnel come into physical contact with SCP-145 without being accompanied and constantly observed by one or more personnel unless conducting testing with proper authorization. Any personnel showing signs of intense psychological trauma must be immediately escorted out of a containment area. Depending on the level of trauma of the affected personnel, they may be required to submit to consultation with an approved psychiatrist for no less than two weeks. Description SCP-145 appears to be a standard 2002 model cordless telephone handset of Alcatel brand on its standard issue charging base. The charging base appears defaced, all jack inputs are sealed with resin glue, and the power input to the device has been gouged out with an unknown sharp tool. Serial number and production date are unavailable, as all labels and stickers have been ripped off or defaced. The phone rings constantly whether it is on the base or not regardless of a lack of power source. Tests have shown the battery is removable, and disassembly of a base has not shown any effect on the hand unit. The hand unit itself has had all of its seams sealed, preventing conventional disassembly. When answered, a female voice speaks on the phone in a voice that shows high levels of stress. This voice varies from conversation to conversation, but in all cases, the voice expresses extreme panic and proceeds to plead with the listener for assistance as she describes instances of torture conducted on unknown victims. In the background, the listener will hear sounds of violence and expressions of pain and anguish. Audio analysis has so far indicated at least individual voices over disparate calls. The methods of torture implied thus far, judging from the phrases and reactions of those speaking at the time of contact, have included branding, electrocution, laceration, sexual assault, and dismemberment. The calls appear to be non-automated and entirely sentient. Attempts to trace the call or track down the location of a tortured callers have proven unsuccessful thus far. Attempts to block the signal of a phone with the use of a Faraday cage have also been unsuccessful. Research is conducted in teams of at least three, one Class D staff, one Class 2-145 audio technician, and one Class 3 security staff, 
with only Class D staff permitted to have direct auditory contact with SCP-145's transmissions. Testing has shown that in 100% of cases, a subject answering SCP-145 without live supervision will vanish without any indications of transportation methods. Video recording devices do not show the method of transport. The subject will be present in one frame and absent in the next. In the case of disappearance, the phone will simply fall to the floor. The phone does not appear to have sustained damage from any of these falls thus far. Subsequent communication with the object has revealed that vanished subjects join the group of torture victims. Testing Log Testing Procedure All tests will be conducted with D-Class personnel. Any issued equipment for the test must be recorded in the log. The D-Class personnel will then be ordered to pick up the phone. After disappearance of initial test subject, the above standard research team will answer the phone and record any observations. Test Test 145-A Date Subject D-145-3749 Issued one GPS locator device, testing to attempt to ascertain the location described at the other end of a line. Result. GPS rendered non-functional after disappearance of D-Class personnel. On following interaction with SCP-145, audio technician identifies voice of D-145-3749 has joined other victims. Test 145-B Date Subject D-145-4751 Issued 1 GPS locator device 1 6-inch standard issue military combat knife Second attempt to ascertain the location described at the other end of a line Self-defense option provided to subject Result GPS rendered non-functional after disappearance of D-Class personnel on following interaction with SCP-145, female voice indicates continued stress and states, Oh God, he's cutting him. He's cutting off. Audio technician then identifies voice of D-145-4751 has joined other victims. Test 145-C Date Subject D-145-5319 Issued 1 9mm semi-automatic pistol 1 Kevlar vest Subject compelled to pick up phone Attempt to determine interactivity of location Determine if any self-defense method is possible Result On following interaction with SCP-145 Gunshots are heard, then Female voice resumes, states, and additional gunshots are heard. Audio technician identifies D-145-5319, exclamations of pain after each gunshot. Test 145-D, date. Subject, D-145-6842, issued 1 kilogram C4 explosive, Concealed in supply kit, explosive attached to remote trigger with 30 second delay, 
triggered before interaction with SCP-145. Attempt to determine any possible level of interaction or destruction of location. Result. Resulted in Foundation personnel missing, including Doctor and all researchers associated with Breaches of SCP security at site Further testing of this nature suspended at this time. I don't know who thought this might be a good idea. I know sometimes we let sympathy get the better of us, but this attempt to bring relief to SCP-145's victims just cost the Foundation a lot of money and resources. Doctor. Thank you for listening. First off, I'm a bit sorry if I sound a bit different. I will sound this way in this episode, obviously, and the next next episode, because I had to re-record this one. Basically, a few hours ago, I got my braces taken out. I've had them on for three years, so my mouth kind of feels completely different. My jaw is kind of very tense right now, and it's hard to form words correctly. So I'm really sorry about that, but I really need it to record a bit. I hope I still sound okay. As always, the intro music is from Punch Deck and you can find more at soundcloud.com punch-deck. Level 2 patrons or higher get early and ad-free episodes. You can also donate via PayPal or Ko-Fi. Rating, reviewing, or sharing always helps. Thanks for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. Are you interested in helping to teach machines how real people speak? When creating voice systems, a large amount of voice data is needed. Oftentimes, Large companies that have this information do not release it to the public. Mozilla's Common Voice is a project to help make voice recognition unbiased, open, and accessible to everyone. Donate your voice by reading short sentences or check the quality of other people's contributions. It's super simple and you don't even need a good microphone setup, perfect English, or anything like that. In fact, accents and any other languages you may speak will only improve recognition. Contribute your voice to hashtag Common Voice. Find out more at commonvoice.mozilla.org. That's Mozilla with two L's.